Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 206. As always, I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it's great to be with you again. My guest this week is none other than our old friend Ben Leapsch, probably the most frequent guest in the history of Inside Music and the frontman for You, Me, and Everyone We Know. Considering that Ben's on the show, it probably won't surprise you that he has a new EP out. It's called Radical Change, and we are going to discuss it today along with what's going on in the world and how the coronavirus is changing his life as well as his career. Ben is one of our most beloved guests on the series, and I'm sure you're excited to have him back on the show. But before we get there, I need to tell you a few quick things. First and foremost, this episode of Inside Music, like every episode of the show, is brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading promotional distribution company. You can join the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Slipknot, Tool, and you, me, and everyone we know by using Holix to promote your music. Visit holix.com today for details. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com for details. Sign up today and your first month of service is absolutely free thanks to your friends here at Inside Music. You can also check us out on YouTube. We have a channel called Music Biz. That's Music B-I-Z, and we'd love for you to join us. But right now, I just want you to listen to Ben talk about his music, because You Mean Everyone We Know is a group that has changed my life, and I think they will change yours as well. So without further ado, here's the rest of the song, and then my conversation with the one and only Ben Leapsch. cases of covid in the u.s as we did during uh when we first hit a peak Mm -hmm. so now we've rebounded from our down downslide or we've been we've been doing some backsliding because everybody's like yeah 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 i don't care anymore Mm -hmm. less people are dying but and so like that's good news but yeah yeah it is a funny thing to be like, listen, more people are starving, but less people are dying from less starvation. Less people are dying. So, so it's really just, like, it's not a big deal. Like, the stress of it will just kill them over the next 30 years rather than in six weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> so why complain, you know? What's, yeah, why complain? Do? Yeah. The point of this video that will be out by the time people hear this, okay. uh, you can check out on our YouTube channel. It's called Music Biz, Music B-I-Z is that if this this music festival in Wisconsin, which could be canceled by the time people are hearing this, moves forward, it's going to set a precedent because if people turn up for it, other bands and other promoters are going to be like, whatever, let's just do it. Yeah. And that's the danger. Yeah, that's the danger. Yeah. I mean, proving that fuck it is a worthy worthy approach to life, uh, you know, can the hold my beer of (laughs) societies hold my beer. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting. So th- it's like living by polls, like how politicians do that, rather than like what is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's troubling. Yeah. Something else that I found fascinating recently is this this wave of festivals that are announcing, hey, we're not having a festival this year. It's the same weekend in 2021. But let us go ahead and give you the entire lineup right now. 
Yeah. Like I got a press release when we were sitting here to talk for Outside Lands. And it's like, this is going to take place August 6th through 8th, 2021. Here's the entire lineup. And I was like, how are you going to promote this for the next 13 months? Yeah, what's, what's I, well, the game plan here? I, I think it's it comes from people's like fear of just like we're not sure of things like you know the the idea that we have to be constantly creating content or like we need to give people something it's like no like wait till your next you can be quiet for a while people aren't going to absolutely forget that your festival exists you know it's yeah. like you know it's like riot fest being like all right this is happening next year at like same time. It's like people are generally going to assume that if something got canceled this year because of a pandemic, you're going to give it another go next year. Like mm-hmm. trust your audience more than a little, like just a little more. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a major change, like if Riot Fest decided it was going to move to, you know, January or May of next year, then I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and give us that information now. We need yeah. that information. Give us a heads up. But I don't think we do otherwise. <laughs> I'm like, it's yeah. fine. I can wait. Just just make us wait. Yeah. We assumed it was going to be a retry of this year. Why would you go and yeah. like have, there aren't going to be bands that are being able to in promotional, new promotional cycles anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. The only thing that these announcements do for me is that it, it tells me all the other tours that are going to get canceled or changed. Like the Riot Fest one dropped right before the My Chemical Romance full tour reschedule. So it's just kind of yeah. things like that where it's like, oh, the 1975 is playing Outside Lands next August. Well, that means yeah. the whole tour is moved to next August. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some folks don't make those connections. Let me ask you this. It, we had a show planned for You Mean Everyone We Know on March 15th, which seems like 12 years ago here in June. Yes. And it was indefinitely postponed. Yes. When do you think you'll feel comfortable in a room with people watching you play music? When your governor tells me that's fine to do. Okay. Yeah. Now, if I was in Wisconsin and I told you we could do this next month, how would you feel about that? Not any governor. Your governor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got it. Specifically Big Gretch. Yeah, Yeah. because, you know, um, not not everybody is following the science of things. you know, I don't know how this is a political issue, but it apparently is. Um, but yeah, uh, I would, because I mean, I got to fly there. I don't have the professional capacity to take a week off of work and, you know, and then just drive, drive there. So it's like when flying is chill, like actually chill, not like American Airlines being like, we're going to socially distance. And then there's just like, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube video after YouTube video of being crammed in like we have been before, uh, like we like, like everything's normal. Yeah, so I don't know. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a toughie, you know. Depending on the way, uh, depending on the way things go over the next couple months, I, I shit, I could end up just a musician and meditation teacher <laughs> if, if my gym gets shut down again all winter because people want to be silly with their, Mm -hmm. with other people's health, you know? 
I'm seeing a lot of outdoor yoga events pop up in our area right now. That's the current wave. Yeah. And that, like, there's a lot of stuff moving outdoors and that's, that's all fine and well, you know, we don't have the same problems that, you know, we just do one-on-one stuff for the most part. Um, so we don't have the same problems that like a, like a classic gym environment will, but because our business classification is an indoor health and wellness facility, like we get kind of like pulled into all that. Um, mm. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, yep, yep. We'll see. We'll see. All you can do is just kind of things will be as they will be. I know that I'm supposed to visit Holix HQ this month that we're now talking in when this episode comes out of July and uh, later than the month and people, the discussion is like, how do I get there? Because we've been talking here at the house, like maybe I should fly out because it's a 45 minute flight, uh, but it'd probably be better to take the eight and a half hour drive. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, I can run into 12 people over the course of eight hours or I can run into... 2000 in the course of 45 minutes or the course of the four hours it takes to do the whole song and dance of flying. Yeah. And I just don't know which one it's going to be, but I think we're, we're leaning towards the uh, more comp, the, the longer one. Yeah. We'll make an enjoyable trip out of it. You know, Minnesota is beautiful in the summer. T- like this is like summer and winter are the two best times to, to visually look at Minnesota. Which is saying something, but it is true. So is Wisconsin yeah. right now. It's a nice place. It's where you spend yeah. most of the drive. Wait, is Holix HQ in Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, You spend most of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. You are correct. Yes. So it's like two hours to Chicago, 30 minutes from Chicago to Wisconsin, and then six hours in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Minneapolis is like right on the other side. It's interesting how... It's interesting how that just makes me think about like state lines. They're like, screw it, we're stopping right here. Like we, we're out of Wisconsin. Yeah. We hate, like, you know, because I'm assuming Wisconsin people were like, I hate those people in Wisconsin. We gotta make our own place. And as yeah, soon as they're outside of the state lines. We're like, is there water? All right, we're done walking. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it always feels really lazy because you get to the middle of the country and then like Wyoming. It's like we're just a square. Like we'll just take. We'll just take this this land. But then on the East Coast, it's all very intricate patterns. Yeah, it's like that John Mulaney bit about drawing the happy birthday sign. Like, mm-hmm. we did that with our states, too. Like, originally, we were all like, <laughs> oh, like complicated shapes and yada, yada, yada. And we get to the Dakotas, and we're like, square, have a good one. <laughs> like, yeah. Rectangle, have a good one. I don't know what yeah. happened with Idaho, but apparently some shit went down. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably was a fight over that tip yeah (laughs) all right man well you've done this show more than anybody other than myself at this point and it has birthed many other things that we do together (laughs) yes Uh, most of them i was realizing the other day i was like i really want to play answer the internet again but it just feels like the last month would have been a bad time to be like let's be silly yeah Um, it's it's not it's a yeah i mean there's a balance to be struck (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like there's definitely there are people that would love to watch us play that game. And for people that don't know, Ben and I have a different podcast where we talk about silly things that the internet wants to know the answer to. But given that the world is on fire a little bit more obviously than it usually is recently, we've kind of, kind of taken a backseat on that idea. Yeah. But one thing you haven't taken a backseat to that much is music because you just got a new EP called radical change. There's an exclamation point in there. There is. Yeah. 
So it's just like when you say panic at the disco, it's panic at the disco. Um, So tell me about, I already know the story, but tell everyone else the story of these two songs. So there are two songs that are available right now, Bandcamp, Spotify, wherever you get your music, digital only currently. The cassettes are sold out, I think. Um, So what's what's the deal? So the deal, you know, um, as a, uh, basically, you know, uh, with everything with this, uh, I'm, not, yeah, I'm always, uh, I'm not sure what to call it, if it's an uprising or just like, um, you know, sort of uh, the experience of, of Black America being laid bare, um, uh, you know, during this time where everybody's just kind of can't, you know, there aren't any other, distra- there aren't distractions to avoid that conversation, you know, and even during a pandemic, like, like everybody's staying inside minding their own business and this shit is still happening. Um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I use the, uh, the, the very humble position I have to kind of, um, you know, raise money where possible to, uh, to, to assist with the, the various causes that need funding during, um, these national protests and, um, you know, uh, movements. And so, yeah, you know, we, we did, a, we did a t-shirt, um, to, to raise some money for, for, um, you know, reclaim the block and a couple other like the NAACP legal defense fund and, uh, like transgender law center, things of like that, um, a couple other organizations. Um, but you know, the most effective method I thought would be to, to essentially, uh, put out some music and sort of donate those, those funds to those various charities as well um or organizations uh so yeah we, um these are two songs that will appear eventually in a in a in their um uh what i would say their intended form so these are sort of alter alternate versions of these two songs that um will be released once uh some form of normalcy uh returns to it you know existence i guess you know but who really wants to go back uh but yeah so um yeah just sort of about the the journey uh you know my own sort of a you know awareness and uh you know journey through you know the last year or two of my life um funnily enough like one of the songs is very is strangely topical um uh and the record begins um and but i wrote it months ago so that was kind of kind of an odd one but yeah otherwise there's a there's another song on there called ramdas dick pics which is about uh it's basically a a grounding exercise put to music um and then you know some my usual vaguely existential reflections on on life you know something i love about your songwriting is that you always there's a very clear narrative arc to the whole thing and I think that for some of the releases, it, we're taking like one or two steps between full releases. But if we go from when the band left off to Fine, which came out in February, and now these two songs, now it feels like we're playing hopscotch. And you're like jumping several feet ahead of yourself each with each new release. Well, yeah, there is, there is, there is, do you mean that as far as like sort of the story that's been told over the course of the, the music being yeah okay well yeah i mean there is some of that like because there are songs that there you know i guess 
these songs are just these two songs are very um very present in them like they're just sort of about like they're about they're just what what were happening in the present moment it's not like this is a thing that happened and it was kind of like this you know it's like this is happening this is a you know rather than sort of rather than reflecting on something it's yeah it just feels a lot more present um yes i guess it's detached from a a time-based narrative if that makes sense uh yeah. yeah well i mean let's i mean if we go to find specifically you know we, we talk a lot about in the song i say we as if i actually write the songs i just help promote them you do um, this is all a lie yeah <laughs> i'm actually i'm I, i'm your ghostwriter you're drake i'm the ghostwriter here piecing together i do every now and then contribute one line to an idea where i'll be like you should do this oh they get in there in a better way <laughs> yeah but in that song specifically you do kind of previously on you mean everyone we know is like that's kind of the first verse right oh yeah and then and then we jump ahead and then i feel like these next two songs work in that sequence but i guess my point was whereas you know most releases are one solid idea the next one it's like and here's where we are 12 to 18 months later because of that gap now it feels like with each new song you write you're not content with being like and here's what happened the week after that last song it's now it's like here's what happened much longer or much more in terms of your personal development it seems like it's changing much faster your views and your way of expressing yourself while still being you but the things that you want to talk about and how you phrase things seems to be evolving at a much quicker rate yeah well you know in in you know in full faith to what i my what what had been like the planned release schedule like these songs were there was there was meant to be a song between these um, between like, between fine and it would have gone, I think plot wise, it would have gone fine. And then I have this song called better than I ever was. Um, and then Ramdas dick pics would have been released. Um, and I just, I'm just so glad I can just say that phrase and just put it out in the universe. It's just so absurd. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, so like, like there is a bit of that, but I do, I do worry a little bit. I will not worry, um, but it is. I am aware of the fact that some of what I'm ta- discussing, so like some of the lyrical content, the formatting of it, uh, uh, I am aware that some of the list, some of the listeners of it are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because um, you know, and the record begins as extremely re- like referential. Like I, like I, you know, I dig further. Like I use the. Like I talk about Agamemnon, like a like a Greek, like like it was like a you know uh, like a a Greek figure who basically the idea that like if you seek vengeance and you kind of become the thing that you're seeking vengeance against. So there's that tension of like, what do you do in that situation? Like his the lesson of Agamemnon is like hubris and hubris in vengeance to some extent. Um, and then like I, I name drop this guy Ed Sullivan who just has the who has the the world record for being struck by lightning the most, you know? <laughs> so like, um, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that like it borderline requires research in a way, uh, which is, and sort of like more contemplation rather than like, yeah, this is a simple metaphor or like, this is a, this isn't Ben just going like, 
I feel like this, and this is a very, you know, there's, there's a one or more two, there's things are a little, uh, a step or two removed, I guess, than they, they typically have been, um, you know, which is fine. Uh, you know, and if you're paying attention in Ram Dass dick pics, basically like the, the, ver- like the first verse is explained by the, the, the second half of the second verse, you know, if you, if you're looking for both those, if you're looking at both those things, but yeah, they do, you know, they require a little more, um, thoughtful contemplation now than maybe they did before, but that's because I'm exploring myself at deeper depths than I was able to before. Yeah. You can't write about being sad and recovering all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't, you can't. And it's always like having just you and I, well, we'll just segue into this momentarily. You did the music for this new podcast that we're launching high notes. That'll be out in July. It's all about addiction and recovery. And one of the constant themes and something that I just said last night in an interview I did for the show was I would argue every artist that we talked to on the other side of recovery is now releasing, if not the things that their fans consider their best work, what they consider their best work. And it's always far more complicated than anything they did previously. Because the first album is always like, I just learned what my emotions are. And now if they're still going, like Burt from The Used, now he's like naming songs Gravity's Rainbow, almost as if to be like, Google that shit. Oh, that's such a, such a dense, man. Pinch on, man. That's a dense book. It's, but he's yeah. like purposely trying to weave in like the last two things that I know the used have done specifically is like references on references on references. And we're talking about, you know, these deep authors or these ancient poems or these things that have been his obsession in light of having all this time on his hands because he's not doing drugs and alcohol anymore. Yeah. So it's part of like the, the part of the recovery effort is like now we're going to waking up i got it yeah waking up and going as deep as possible into things and so then that creates itself in your art yeah absolutely it's you know it's i think it's in you know because part of like the angst that part of that you know part of a part of the angst that is we often write like all this like this wide genre um and music in general like you're trying to find your place in the world to some extent at least from the 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 uh, white existential existentialist experience um and you know so once you sort of you know you're at, like part of this is the exploring part like part of your discography and your what you write about your your own journey is like trying to figure some of that stuff out but then once you find some answers in that journey then it's like you're kind of like trying to help light a path because it's not enough. Like it is not nearly enough to say, I like, I have depression or I am, I have like, you know, I have anxiety or like we're, we're still in this stage as a, as a genre of like acknowledging our issues. So like, we're still in that, that stage, but we're not working on we're like, we need to start working on the next phase of healing. So that process is like, is part of that. It's like, this is what I like, what the, like, you know, so with gravity's rainbow or like, you know, Ram Dass dick pics, like, it's like, what is this about? You know? So like, so just, you know, just Googling that it's like, okay, this is a, this is a book. So like then looking further into that, what's that book about? Like, how does that relate to this song? Like it's, you know, again, it's like starting to, 
you know, point the way towards, you know, they've identified with the pain and the, you know, an audience has identified with the, the pain or the struggle to find one's, uh, one's place or like self-acceptance or peace or contentment. Now it's like, okay, this is onto the next phase of healing. This is onto the, the healing part of this journey, if that makes sense. And so often people, people get so comfortable under that blanket of saying like, I have depression or I have this, like eventually you got to take that blanket off and you got to, you got to heal, you know, you just like, Absolutely. I mean, that's just the only way to go about it. It's how it goes. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that there's a song that didn't come out. That we, well, it's not even recorded, so we can't really say it didn't come out. But there is yeah. another song in the works. So what made you decide to do these two tracks instead? Um, these two, uh, I thought, were more easily executable in alternate versions. Um, because we're still under lockdown. So I, you know, I, it can't be like, all right, let's jam, like, let's all get together. I'm being responsible about things. So it's like, let's all get together and jam some of these parts out and like figure these bits out. And then let's go hang out in a tiny ass room for seven or eight hours while we listen to these pieces over and over again and breathe all over each other. Um, you know, so these were, these songs were executable um, and others were not. Uh, or that and that other one and the or the others I'm working on have not been like I you can get the you can understand these songs in this format uh, but I thought uh, the other ones that I have in the bank uh, need the punch yeah I mean I would agree knowing what's in the bank being the teller of the bank if you will I understand how they need to be delivered I'm curious though when do you think people will get to hear and i guess i guess so i don't even know the answer to this so there's a plan to not do anything more new music releasing wise until the band can literally get back together and then maybe crank out better than i ever was uh yeah i i mean you know it's it's just a matter of like being able to get everybody in the same room and that being a safe thing you know that's really all it all it comes down to um i'm not a big fan of uh like you know, we have, there are humans that can play all these parts, you know, so like, let's do that. You know, there's something very important about, there's something important about the human element in, in, in making this stuff. And, you know, so is the, the human element and the, almost literally the contact, um, the contact involved with like a live concert experience. So the idea of like socially disting, distancing during concerts to me is, like it's not feasible for what live music does for people. Like it, you know, if you're, if you're remaining constantly far apart of each other, then you're not losing that sense of self that you do when music is performed and then everybody's in the, everybody in the audience's brainwaves line up with that music. Yeah. Like dig into the deep science of all that. Um, it, yeah. So it's, you know, otherwise like, yeah. So once we can actually like safely get together and record, I don't see there, there being much delay. You know, this isn't, this, this has not ever been a money-making operation. You know, maybe it covers the expenses, but you know, I, so that's the least of my concerns. Um, but yeah, you know, at this point, people have heard four of the, four of the songs that'll be on the, the net, like the sort of the full length or, 
compilation of things to one extent or another. And I'm cool with that. I don't care. You know, as far as I'm concerned, we put out an EP, we put out an EP six months, like over the course of the last six months. Yeah, basically. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, that's good. Well, when do you think we'll see the band? Now, we talked earlier about when you'd feel comfortable performing again, but you know, the yeah. big thing these days is live streams, live events. When do you think that that might happen? Or do you even want to do that? Uh, if I have to do it, I will. But once, I, like I said, it's like, like the, the magic like, of the being there. Yeah. The whole point of being the whole, the whole point is being there, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, you know, live music and a, and a concert is not a celebration of separateness, you know, and that is inherently yeah. like what a live stream is. Mm-hmm. It's like, like you can, like, you can listen to the songs better <laughs> in unrecorded versions than me just playing like there's no there's no magic there to to me um you know i don't value performing over a live like a live stream like it just it doesn't do anything for it doesn't do for me what what i it doesn't give me what i get out of playing playing live mm. you know so it's like maybe it'll happen um, but again, like I'm in no rush, like I'm not, you know, I, I would rather just, I'd rather just play in front of people or like, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather just play with people. And if I have to wait for that, you know, so be it. Um, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully America gets its, uh, gets its stuff together so we can do that in October. Uh, yeah, maybe towards the end of October or, um, you know, at the latest in December. Uh, but yeah, we'll see again. It's an uncertain future. That's okay. I think a lot of people are are learning to, um, they're being forced to be in the present moment. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone's handling it as well as the others. Yeah. Well, well you know, when you That's live okay. your life solely in the f- past or the future, you know, the mm-hmm. present is a bitch. Trust me. I'm nine years sober. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, there are good days and then there are bad days and then there are just okay days. Oh well, yeah. Most of them are okay days. The more you work at it, they can all be okay days. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I've taken up a good chunk of your day. Not really in this conversation, but in general. All um good. Yeah, all good. People can find you online. You're at Yumi Band on Twitter, the world's longest Instagram handle with you, me, and everyone we know band, I believe. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to go longer. Yeah. Pennsylvania on the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And everywhere else. Now, do you want to touch on what you spend a lot of your time doing? You just finished some teacher training. You got really into mindfulness this year in the last couple of years, to be fair. Yeah, so, you know, along this sort of radical waking up i've been going through on the on the tail of this uh concussion that we've discussed uh i've discussed in the uh last uh last couple of bits of i guess press i've done to be so bold as to consider myself worthy of such as mm-hmm. ego driven <laughs> thing yes. um yeah uh yeah i've um i'm a couple of weeks off from finishing some uh meditation mindfulness meditation teacher training uh you know just to you know, maybe help others 
uh, maybe find a better relationship with themselves and their experience of, of, uh, of life, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And yeah, just trying, you know, pursuing that, uh, you know, bodhisattva ideal, you know, dedicating my, dedicate my life to help others. You know, that's, uh, why it's one of the reasons a band, the band has, uh, lasted as long as it has, because, you know, it hasn't been, um, just completely like narcissistically driven. Um, not completely. You know, there's inherent narcissism in expressing oneself. Um, yeah. And you're trapped in the illusion of the self, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Too I'll deep, be, uh, too deep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if everybody's ready to touch the bottom of the pool in 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm a, As of uh, mid-July, I'll be a meditation teacher. And if anybody's interested in, in that, you know, just feel free to reach out uh, via the internet. Uh, you know, I'm on that occasionally. On. Well, Occasionally, you try not to be. Sometimes they think they're interacting with you, and it's actually me. Spoiler Sometimes, right. yeah, they can tell though. I think so. They can tell. I'm not quite as witty. I would say you're not quite as weird. I would say <laughs> that's what it is. They your get a straight answer. It's probably me. <laughs> yeah, your responses make the most sense, and yeah. mine are kind of like they're like, "When's the next song coming out?" And I'll be like, "How long does macaroni and cheese take to bake?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Like that's not an answer, and you'll be like, "It is, it is." You're just, like <laughs> you're just not ready for it. It's, it is an answer when you're ready to accept it as yeah. one, or just the classic okay. push a tea gif. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you taking time to uh, talk to me on a public forum rather than just in our text messages all day long in our movie groups and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Messenger pigeons? I don't know. We stopped short of sending one another actual letters, but it could happen. I have bad um, handwriting. You do. You have terrible handwriting. Yeah. It's That's... well, it's a very anxious handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mine, Fair yeah, enough. My mind is moving faster than my hand can move. But yeah, man, you know, I appreciate you in general. Um, and I hope that uh I hope the rest of your afternoon goes swimmingly. Yeah. Last thing, people uh, might need some plans for the 4th of July if they listen to this when this comes out. So since they can't go outside and participate or they shouldn't go outside and participate in all the uh, firework infused chaos, what uh, what are your recommendations? How should we spend our 4th of July this year? Uh, Go outside uh, away from strangers with people that you're already around with. You know, just... Get, get outside, feel the breeze move against you and then recognize that some of the molecules that make up that breeze statistically will pass through you. And then you just marinate in that for a little bit. 